was I thought of you today. Oh no. Uh oh. So I, I like to have my teeth cleaned, but I do not like to go to the dentist. And I really didn't know why it like, but it agitates me to go. I get agitated. Like I feel like I want to fight and bite. You worried someone's gonna <laughs> worried someone's why? gonna slap you in the face? If you don't mind getting your teeth cleaned, why do you why do you feel that about when you go there? I well, want my, she no, she I wants want she my, wants the after effect. Yes, I want that. Oh, I and she I wants want and she wants the affirmation when she goes that they're pretty clean already. Yes. But I do not want to go, and it actually makes my blood pressure go up, and I get agitated. And I, you know what? I finally figured it out today of wine. Getting your teeth cleaned is very intimate. Someone is in a... It's hideous. It's, you know what I mean? That's yeah. very intimate. Yeah, get away from me. You're in my body. And you're, and you're. I don't even like shaking hands with people. Yeah, that's kind of a violation. So when I when I thought it's one about one of the beauties that, of thought, COVID. No wonder I'm such a private <laughs> that person. That was fantastic. To have someone like in my body like that, I thought that's. They're like right in your face. I don't like it. And then so when I go in. While you're looking at them. And then when I go in, not they're trying to talk to you to be dissected, but you know, <laughs> not close personal. But then she goes, "Oh, are you just letting your hair grow?" <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> at 8 a.m. And I said, no, it just needs to be colored. No, I'm not letting it go. Thank you. you it's pregnant? like saying to a really fat person, you just give up. <laughs> and then she goes, and then she reached from like this, and she touched my earlobe. Ew, get goes, away from me. I like your earrings. What? Who? Okay, wow. done. Done. Not going back <laughs> there. Like, I'm out. Is this just like the tech? It was the, the, the hygienist. And so that's when I figured out, wait a minute. This is what makes me uncomfortable is. Maybe well, it's just your hygienist. Well, you're uncomfortable enough and then somebody's going to say that? Why would you say it? I don't, don't understand. Don't touch me anymore. I don't you understand you girls sometimes. You guys, you guys do some weird stuff like that. Like, like just hearing don't that. Don't rope like, me into that category. Seriously, I didn't do you that. You threw girls into the category <laughs> something I would never do. Well, <laughs> you're not like a. Like a girl. girl. Yeah, you just painted yourself into a corner, bro. <laughs> yeah, I really did. I really did. Well, Caught yourself I, in a bear trap. <laughs> well, a guy would never like grab another guy's wrist and be like, "Oh, what a great watch." You know, you don't touch somebody else. I bet you some guy would do it, and you'd be offended, just like the girl. That I did wouldn't that to talk her. to him anymore. Exactly. You're not allowed yeah, to my get home. Get up out of the chair. Exactly. <laughs> but you wouldn't say that guys do that. No, I would deal with it and be like, you know, I'm just not going to talk to this person again. But you can't, you can't do that. I you can. I think, you can not go back there. Well. I think some people like like what happened to Laura. It's like people. I think people get comfortable with you they, if you've been going there for a really long and, time. And they also and subconsciously know that like you have to be there. Exactly, I'm submissive. I'm there. I'm I'm there. Belly. Yeah. Like what we I say about dogs. I honestly think that the people that do that are just being nice and they don't mean any offense. No. Absolutely, absolutely. No, there's yeah. Exactly. There's, there there is there's absolutely no malice there, exactly. but it's like there wasn't. Get away from me. But no. then I but then to your point of like like you don't particularly like to go. And so when I I'm, hate going. Before I don't particularly when I went this like. morning I was telling Danny I'm like I hate to go. I hate to go. I actually told him last night I said if I look like I'm going to work, you know, sometimes I just leave right out so quickly. I said make sure I don't leave to go to work because I've got to go to the dentist <clears throat> and he knows I hate to go to the dentist the only joy I had in it is they were poking poke 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 oh good you're, you're really good you, you floss every See, day she likes the affirmation she likes somebody to tell her she, she did good your gums are you know really good and I'm like, that was the only thing but the hair deal kind of like and plus my hair's like up like this 
because it's was raining and all kinds of you know if my hair's going to frizz up or something then I'm going to wear it up and so it already was kind of like one of those days but I went ahead and put a little makeup on <laughs> some eyeshadow and mascara and I still got that are you going to let yourself you go let yourself go yeah you're oh. just going to give up did you give up if I know we're going to podcast like it always sticks in the back of my mind now that she's ruined it for me is like if you don't put your makeup on then you're just kind of being lazy well no if I don't put it on it's because I don't want to not because I'm being lazy I just don't like that but you I don't have to I don't wear makeup either Laura yeah I don't either I don't yeah. you guys probably can't tell but I don't want so I even had makeup on I gave on. up <clears throat> anyway, let yourself go it was something Think of what she would have thought of you if she'd seen you without makeup. Mm-hmm. I think that's just, yeah, there's no malice there. I think that's just a nope. subconscious. <laughs> I mean, there's, um, yeah, it's just it's just like a subconscious thing that, that, that someone would say. But it, it still definitely sucks. And, like, I wouldn't. Ugh. It reminds me of when, when, you know, when you're pregnant and people, people want to touch, touch your belly. Touch your belly. Yeah. Don't touch me. People touch your belly. Yeah. Don't touch me. Oh. Uh, Okay. I don't want that. It's and like, then occasionally, it's like that, that, that pregnant belly is an open invitation. And it no it's longer belongs ve- to you. It's, and it's somehow very okay. strange. Ew. It's very strange. That's some handmade shit. People do it all the time. They would do it all the time. Well, that was like back in the day. I don't think Doesn't people matter. do oh, no. that they anymore. They still do it. I don't, yeah. I, I would never even have that thought. Actually, the first thought that I have when I see a pregnant woman is don't touch her belly. <laughs> and don't touch her in general. Is is I wonder if she is pregnant, and I better not say anything either well, way. Oh well, there's that. It's always oh Daddy always says, "Is it grande burrito or you know, <laughs> Taco Bell?" Or, or it's, it's, or it's West this morning at Pancakes when he said he was food pregnant. A food pregnant. Yeah, it was a boy. Who, y'all wouldn't have pancakes. <laughs> it was a boy <laughs> down at the cafe. We did, except for Trav because well, he didn't get out of bed. Ridiculous. No, he still went. I almost texted oh, he went you on last his own. night. Yeah, said, if you want to play hooky from work, we're gonna have pancakes. West. Wes just orders food and food and food. Laura, the lady. I made fun it. of him. The I lady, ordered biscuits and gravy and bacon and a side of eggs. Stop it. But no. for to drink. <laughs> Stop it. And no, hash I did not order a hash brown. <laughs> but for to drink, she comes around and gets our drink order. He's like, I want a coffee and an orange juice and a water. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why don't you get all the beverages? But and when also, he orders are disgusting got? to but drink But when together. he orders his bacon... It's extra crispy. Yeah. No, and it's a it's a it's a whole plateful. It was, it was yeah, two sides of bacon. bacon. He did that last time. Three bacons each. Yeah, I want a plate yeah. of bacon. And I ate all. And I ate all of it, didn't I? Plate of eggs. And he ate it all. You know what? Yeah, when when when, when I went with him, and I was like, I was like, I saw him order all that, and it's like, dude, seriously? But hey, he ate it all. So you can get whatever you I want. I eat like one meal a day, and yeah, I can be a big one. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, I, I won't be he hungry the rest of the day. That's fine. He was hungry. That's plus, what happens it's like, at the pancake place. Plus, like, you know, if you want an extra piece of bacon, you can just take it off, his, off, his, off, his, off his bacon. Did you take it bacon? <laughs> well, was it turkey bacon or regular? Oh, it was regular bacon. Regular bacon. turkey bacon no. over here. <laughs> if you're, Laura, I if you're going to eat tur- turkey bacon, just... Turkey bacon yeah, because you there. don't know what regular bacon tastes like. I do. I you're a fool. She doesn't like it. Mm-mm. It's foolish. Too much fat in it. Oh, too much fat. It's delicious. Too much fat in it? And you love Mexican food? Mexican yes. food is she cooked likes large. with fat. She doesn't like yeah. pig fat. Well, fat is oh, fat. <laughs> I, I don't want to chew fat. my fat. No, you have. You want your bacon to be well done. You don't yes. want. Yes, Wes I understands. I want bacon no to be well fat done. on bacon. No, I want it no. to crumble to ash <coughs> when I touch it. Yeah. That's what if I want. bacon has like a little place, I don't eat that part. I don't eat that part. I don't eat it. I'm not eating it. 
but it has to be the I want the crisp part. But of I don't bacon. like even want. I'm like real kiddish about that. Like I don't even want that on my plate because I don't want to look at that while I'm eating. Ooh. She has an aversion. I yeah. do. Some kind of trauma there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's deep dive into that. <laughs> now that I mean that's just bacon, man. That's just that just comes with the territory. I I got two strips of bacon with my breakfast and like one half a strip. It's like I'm not eating that. It's fatty. Yeah, yeah. I won't eat it. Fatty, either. I won't eat it either. That's why I asked for it to be cooked properly. Oh, you look who just came up the stairs. We won't call his name because it'll make him crazy. But look <laughs> at that. He's made of wood. He's probably gonna poop up there and then eat it. Yeah. And throw it up later. Speaking of Tater and him being old, like, because I don't think of him as being old, but I was just telling them. Oh yeah, he is. I just, old. you know, how long, many years ago that it was that we were trying to place Earl. Earl? Earl. Eight oh, years ago. And he was like eight years old then. Uh-huh. So he would be 16 years older. I, that blows my mind. It blows everybody's mind that Pinky is seven. That's what I was telling her. Eva was just having her mind exploded that Pinky was seven. Like, Pinky's easy to remember. Yep. Dogs are old. Phoebe's being quiet over there. Don't jinx out. it. Yeah, if she's quiet. She well, what? Ha- so tell what happened with Bubs and her X-ray and all this. So she has. It's decomposed granite. Oh, so it's not the tuna. No, we it's decomposed granite. Also, we can't see the can opener <laughs> handle. That's the problem. She goes. She has. She has still has two rocks in her belly in the same place, but she goes. She has other ones in her intestines, which means that she's moved them through. So. Like if there's, you know, like if there's bunny poop and the decomposed granite outside, they're going to eat that. And she's going to eat a little bit of decomposed granite with it. But so what? She's a huge dog. She can pass a little piece of rock. It's not going to, you know, she'd have to eat like a rock that big to like stop her up. And she's not doing that. Oh, Bob's. So. Well, my, my, my fear with the decomposed granite is that it just like sits there. It's like bottom sediment in the stomach. No, nah, well, because so you're going to get enough north. stuff to pick it up. Or it's like everything washes over, but that, that heavy... It's sitting in a gully. It's, it's decomposed granite. It's like basically like a, like a real heavy sand. So if that can't move through and it just sits there, that, that can't really be get all good. churned up with the contents and stick yeah. to some it contents. Moves through. It's going through. It moves through. Well, can mm. you just... Can that just stay? I still have to scope her. You do. Yeah, because I need to know <laughs> if that rubber can opener handle is in there that will not show up on x-ray. She take bets. And then Dr. Rolf sh- wants to look at her pylorus and bet. see if it's normal. Is her pylorus normal? I'll go 100 on it. $100 bet. You want to bet against me? That it's in there. I'm betting that it's in that there. That the rubber can opener handle is, is in, there? in there. Do you think it's bet. not? I do not know. Something causes her to throw up like she... But then it's like it cycles. Like she hasn't thrown up now for like five days. Yeah, because it jostles around. Right. Did you just say that out loud? That's what Doctor D says. She goes, "Does the rubber handle go down towards the pylorus?" And the pylorus goes, "Get out of here!" And it like upsets her stomach, and she goes, "Wow!" Yeah, because plastic. Like if you're thinking about it in any other place where plastic tries to go down, it's a problem. It's a, it is. Yeah, everywhere. So that's it's that's hard. It's lightweight. It doesn't break down in the stomach. And so yeah, it just it just keeps getting kicked around. Yeah, it's just bebopping yeah. around, be around in there. <clears throat> Causes until her to vomit in, sometimes. Until you get enough pressure, and then it's gonna. Yeah. So that's what we got. See, you jinxed it. You jinxed yeah, it. Jinxed yeah, it. Well, I hate for her to have to have anesthesia because Bubs is just Bubs. Well, her chest X-ray of her lungs don't look any better. So she goes, "That's scar. That's scarred. Her lungs are scarred from." 
twice pneumonia. Well, that's but that's normal because you have that in children. Yeah. Babies who've had RSV and mm -hmm. things like that, like my son, when you almost die multiple times from a lung infection, your lungs will never be normal. Yeah. It's whatever, you know. That's what she said. That's what her lungs just look like now. That's what I fear with Daryl. He just has like a seems like he just has a cough. But it's just like very infrequent. It's like I come home, he gets really excited, and he's going to do like a big cough, like a one big cough. Could be his heart. Maybe his heart, yeah. B has started with a dry Don't cough. Don't say that. A dry hacking cough. Well, I told your mom when I just took, so all my dogs are old too, like your dogs. And the last time when I took all of them in, everybody left there except for one dog with a... Um, significant heart murmur that they didn't have previously oh, and so okay. it just developed with age every yeah, single yeah. that's one. why you don't take your dogs to the vet because they just tell you bad <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> just yeah. don't take them nothing but bad news yeah, the best way news. to prevent your dog from having to like you know get medicine or care is just don't go yeah yeah <laughs> Well, you know, when you... A lot saves, of people's, saves a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Saves, saves money, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. people do the same thing. I felt so bad because, you know, when it's your... Like, if you're in a vet practice, you have a couple of vets. So, my vet was gone. I saw his partner. And he goes... And he's just trying to be gentle with me because he really doesn't know me the way... I'm, and he goes, uh, do you know that someone's... <laughs> you know, and he has to tell me. And then he goes through the other... You know, I had three dogs with me that one day. One then, and every dog... And I'm like, oh, my word. But luckily, they don't have any symptoms except for a little cough here or there. Yeah. Mm. So it wouldn't surprise me if Daryl had that. And No, that's not true. <laughs> Did it put your dogs on the heart meds then? Oh, no. no. It, no? Takes part it, was, of it. it wasn't that. It wasn't that bad. No. Right. Yeah. No. And even like with B coughing. Because, you know, at first I started doing it. I'm thinking, like, is, like, is the cough coming back from the flu? Like, what? But it's just kind of a dry cough, and then she just kind of hacks and hacks, and then she just kind of, I'm thinking, oh, that's probably your heart. Oh, BB. Yeah, she's been in the bedroom with the door shut. Oh, BB. She pants and she's loud. She doesn't get no respect. Oh, BB. Well, well at, least at least you're not on heart meds. No, but you know old Sasha that died, the Chiweenie I had, that, mm -hmm. that was in her, like 20 years old? She lived with the grade four or five her entire life and never had to be on heart med and didn't and even so, die and from And some that. dogs are on heart meds for a long time. Yeah. And it just, you know, just controls their... I mean, Donkey was on heart meds for probably two years. Mm -hmm. And then it starts to, like, not work so well. I could see him, I could see him getting weary. Like, well, he's it tiring, probably just depends on know? what it is, too. Because, right. like, is it Bernice electrical? started a cough like that and she was dead, like, three days later. Right. Because there's different things that malfunction with the heart, the the electric the electrical part of it, the pumps, you know, the valves getting the blood to the brain, you know, and there's only certain things that they can control to a certain level. And like if she died like that, it's probably just couldn't it just couldn't. Pump. I think hers was hemangiosarcoma. Yeah, that's even worse. And Herc was on heart meds the whole time you had him. Yeah, and his heart never failed, and he died of something else. Exactly. So. Well, whereas Koufax, he, I mean, <coughs> his heart just stopped. Yep. He just died. Yep. Which isn't a bad way to go. No, I just. He was in his backyard the I, way he liked it. I, 
somehow I always knew that was how he was going to go. I yeah. knew it was. Because you always had stress when you looked at him on the camera. She'd always call him donkey boy. Yeah. So then he would like she get was, up and look for you know, her. And she would, because she would look at the camera and she would be like worried that he passed away. Well, because he loved being outside in the sun, he would look like a dead dog out there. Mm-hmm. He's just a snoozing in the sun, you know? I always felt guilty, though, when I thought he, because I would like watching. Because you would make him get up from his nap. And I would make him get up and he would go and he'd go. Yeah. <laughs> he's bothering me. And then I felt bad because then he's like looking for me. <laughs> That's a mean thing, I Laura. Selfish. What a Selfish. I just wanted selfish. to say, okay, you're all right. Go lay down. You're good. <laughs> she just wanted to make herself feel better. Yeah. But then that day when that happened and he was like over there, I was like, oh. I just was blessed. I was, not you. I was blessed that I wasn't the one looking for him that day. I still look at my dog dying that way as a blessing. It's terrible in the moment, but I would take that all day long than having to make a decision and take you down and put you to sleep. Yeah. I take it all day long. Rush you to the vet, worrying what's wrong, the panic of being there and what they're trying to say to you, try and deal with and process that. Should I? Oh, is it going to be a thousand dollars? Is it going to be four thousand dollars? What are you telling me? What do I have to do now? Is it even going to work? Yeah. Or do I have to do this? Do I have to make a decision to put my dog to sleep based on financial means, which is what some people have to do? Well, and I see, I look at that when I'm making a decision about one of my dogs, you do have to take in, you have to take in the factor of their age because you know, I, I know a lot of people take their dog to in an emergency situation. Let's say, say you take your 15 year old dog in there and you want them to do everything they can to save them. But I look at it and go, how much time do they have? What am I putting them through to try to get them through to the other side? At some point, you have to have resolve, Mm -hmm. you know, that this is not fair to try to drag this dog through, especially like a surgery or something, you know. And you do have to make determinations that way. You know, I'm not going to spend $5,000 on my 16-year-old dog. Let's like talk about Peggy, for example. You know, I didn't, I didn't know what was, something had, had happened inside of her. A lot of people had had the vet open her up mm-hmm. and see what's going on in there. I see, I, you know, Peggy's 15 years old and she's bleeding. She's bleeding internally from something. So you look at that and go, am I really going to put her through that? Yeah. Am I going to put what's, her under? What's the recovery and, for, for and that? To, and to what end? Or is there a recovery in that? Right. So we, I take her to surgery, <coughs> open her up, and you see like a big hemangiosarcoma that's like burst on her liver or kidney or something, and you go, why did I do that to her? Mm-hmm. Whereas she's on the table with Dr. D, and Dr. D's like, her gums are turning white. Well, that's, she's got blood loss from somewhere. Something's yeah. happening on the inside. So you have to like be practical about it. Like I had to do that with my bears. I bears that habitually swallow things their whole life long. Yeah, you swallow things, you swallow things, you swallow things, and now you're sick and you you're obstructed. And you know we could go through and do the whole giant surgery. And guess what? Tomorrow she'll she'll want to swallow something again. Yeah, but she'll it's do difficult. It right. 
And, right, and, right and, again. In this, in this analogy, though, you're talking about that person bringing their 15-year-old dog to the ER, and the reality is that that might be like one of the first times they've ever had to take their dog to the ER. That's yeah, true. Their dog's been just a rock. Everything's been fine. They haven't seen any signs of anything, and now you walk into the ER, and you're being told all these things, and here's three grand and all kinds of words you don't understand, and you have no idea what the hell you're supposed to do with that because you've never been in that situation before. And there's guilt. There's guilt for those people because they're trying to make a decision in this amount of time Yeah. with limited knowledge. You know, we, unfortunately or fortunately, we get exposed to so much on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. and we have so many people at our, you know... Fingertips. To discuss the, you know, that it's almost not fair because we're able to make a decision quickly with a lot of input. But just the regular person who's had a relatively healthy dog and then all of a sudden you're in a an emergency situation. Well, you know, there's a guilt that comes into play. If I don't do this, am I doing it? Or if I do this, you know, there's just so much guilt. Well, not even counting your emotions. You know, if you're traveling there with your sweepy deeps and you or can't you've even... got small children and yeah. you're, you know. I think one of the one of the issues <clears throat> in regards to that, and one of the reasons why you va- you value your relationship, your personal relationship with your veterinarian, because when you when you walk into an emergency room with your dog, they don't know you. You don't know them. Right. So. And, and you have to realize from their standpoint, you're bringing their dog to them to save it. So they're going to do everything they can. They're going to throw everything. Well, whether it's reasonable or exactly. not. Because that's not their job to decide that, what's exactly. reasonable. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That dialogue from them is not going to be, are you sure you want to do this? Because. <laughs> that's why I always like tell them that. I think that's tough for people. It is. But I always, I always, if, if the if someone listening here doesn't hears anything else I say, the one thing that I would say if you're in that situation is to turn to the vet and say, if this was your dog, can Always. you help me yeah. walk through what you would do if that this was your That is the number pet? one thing that you say. And Absolutely. Then, and then ask them to help you because you're not able to be reasonable. And they have a trained medical opinion. <laughs> so but they're they, also human, and most likely and, they've got a pet. And, yeah. and they're not tied up in it emotionally. Yeah. So they right. can look at it logically and help you. Yeah. That's and we're talking, about, we're talking about the vet, not the tech. No, right. the, yeah. vet. the vet. Yeah. The vet. Yes. For example, and I was telling these guys this morning, with having to make the decision on little man, that Frenchie with the rectal prolapse. I hated it. I hated having to make that decision. First of all, we're kind of new to MedVet Dallas, and I don't have a relationship with the surgeons there that I know them. Like if I was talking to Dr. Wilkins or Dr. Rolf, you know, where where we have a relationship that's. So I have to just, I have to just listen to their opinion, and I'm thinking, would Dr. Wilkins have the same opinion? And that's a tough spot to be in because I don't have any options. It's a Sunday. So it's not like it's a weekday. This you dog can't is, wait longer. I can't wait longer. This dog's, you know. Well, I mean, if they're at the emergency vet, it means it's an emergency. Exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, we would wait on our regular veterinary exactly. team to help us. So I felt, I felt, I just felt, I hate making the decision to euthanize a dog anyway, especially a young dog that's. You know, somebody just neglected him, and it cost him his life. You know, this was a fixable thing. This was a fixable thing. And we have had some bad prolapses before. That we thought this was going to be the outcome. And I, th- and I thought, it, I remember, like, the, the last one, 
Emma was asking who it was. It was I think it was that Frankie dog, and then it was that Roscoe, Roscoe. dog. His that was bad. To, that went to be fostered by Amy P.K. His mm-hmm. was really bad. Really bad, and was discolored, too. And so they had a hard time getting that back in. They yeah. had to open him up from the inside and go from and the to outside to try in. to get yeah. it in. But this dog looked way worse than yeah. Roscoe's did. Hmm. Well, and that's the thing. Is, you know, I've got Dr. Wilkins in my head. with Because he told me when we took that Roscoe dog in there, he told me on the phone, I don't think I can save this dog. I mean, and that's what I want to hear from Honesty. Yeah. Honesty. Yeah. But he goes, I'll give it everything I've got. But he can do that because he knows you. He yeah. knows me. Right. Yeah, he can't do that with some client that walks in. Right. When the, some rando walks in and goes like this, he's not going to look at look at you and say, I'm not sure if I can save this dog. Because, right. because well, it, because you're emotional. You Once again, yeah. you, you, you've never dealt with this before. Right. What, what, what would benefit him saying that to somebody? Yeah. Well, they're going to be upset. Nothing. They're upset. Yeah. And they, they, don't brought, want, they don't want to hear yeah. the negativity. Yeah. Even if it's the truth. Right. Yeah. And plus, what was he going to say? I'm not sure if I can save this dog. Give me three grand and I'll try. Yeah. yeah. And and it, from their perspective and the way he has to look at them is they brought their dog to me to save its life. Yeah. Not to tell you, I don't think I can save your dog. No. And yeah, his job is just do your best. But if that person asked him that question, do you think that he's savable? Then he can be more honest and say, I'll do my best. But, you know. Things just don't look great. 50 50, right. or, yeah, they don't look you know. Great. I don't think that dog was even 50 50, that Roscoe dog. His was bad. It well, was even, bad. well, and, and even giving out percentages like that, it's like, say he's like confident, where it's like, oh, 80%. I think we, I think, yeah, I think we could, I think we could do it. Yeah. She will, yeah. Well, because, well, because then, then you get in there You're and you, boxing them in. yeah, and you get in there and you, you go down the rabbit hole of other things that are going on that on the inside you had no idea about. And well, it's like, because people in that state of high emotion, if it fails, they come back and say, you said it's your fault. Yeah. You yeah. said you eighty. Said. You said eighty percent. Now yeah. the dog's dead. Exactly. You blew it. Right. I, it's you your could, fault. You couldn't pay me to be yeah. in that in that position. You couldn't because I've read no way, so man. many things online where people are upset that their dog has passed. Yeah. At the emergency vet or with a particular veterinary clinic and. You know, person said, well, they were just negative from the, you know, they didn't want to spend the time. They were abrupt with me. They were this, they were that. <laughs> Maybe it's, they're abrupt because it's emergent it's an and emergency. they're trying to get it done. Right. Or they hold on to two words like, you weren't being this way, but I mean, you couldn't hear no, was everything bad. with sweeps. Yeah. You couldn't yes. hear. Yeah. So you held on to what you could hold on to and then the rest does this. Yeah. Well, this person wants to save their dog. They take in a couple of words and then it doesn't work out and then they're upset yeah it's just a no, it's a no a Crap, lot of I the have time that problem no with my situation. kids like you tell them something and it like it's a maybe and we got to do this and all that nope they lily lily only hears yes yes it's <laughs> happening you're getting that so it's easy to just make the transference now you have like a stressful situation with your dog that you love and you're worried and you're afraid and you got money and you're taking all these things into account and or you, you don't only have hear money one word yeah, yeah. you hear one word and, and the thing about it if from the from the medical staff that's dealing with you they don't know if money's an object they don't know if if because some they people, don't know if you understand people, what they're saying to you a five thousand yeah. dollar vet bill is no big deal yeah other people it's like there's no way i can do that yeah. Yeah. what are they supposed to do ask, ask you? you i mean yeah. it's it's a really well and they do and, and that is their job <laughs> you know i remember like taking rescue dogs to the er before and they're just like oh you know like this and it's gonna be like this much 
and you know sign this or initial that or 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 blah 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 and luckily you know we've been fortunate to be in a place when it's like a rescue dog where it's like i don't care yeah like because we go, don't, we don't go, 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 do money the thing. Is not an object for us with rescue dogs. It, we, I mean, it is, but <clears throat> f- for us, you know, and we, we always like taking on those cases. That's kind of what we're known for. It, so, but money isn't the deciding factor. Yeah, if they can. If if this dog is going to have a good outcome, or they feel, then let's go. Then for I them. don't care how much it costs. And we said before, and we're just really fortunate to be in that position to where we get to we get to work that way. Because I've also said before that if, you know, because there's other rescues where it's like. They're on a shoestring budget. You don't have that. Yeah. Or, have or that. you'll see somebody with a good heart take on a dog or dogs and overextend themselves. Yeah. And then they can't afford to vet the dog the way that it needs to be vetted. Their heart was in the right place, but their pocketbook didn't tie to what their heart can do. Yeah. I mean, not that we've never been overextended with. The, we've been that way with the amount of work caring for the number of dogs, but we try to be really careful not to take on something that we're not capable of right. doing. So yeah. like if if medically <coughs> we're full with challenging cases, then sometimes like we had a Frenchie today that I had to tell the person, you know, it was a mega esophagus mm. Frenchie that Those I had so hard. I had to tell the person I'm so very sorry, but you know, we can't take this on right now and then I'll refer them. So mm-hmm. I never just turn them away and say no, we can't help. I'll try to like say what check here and here. So I always try to offer at least something. Because but we don't take on things that we can't either physically provide the care for. Yeah. Or, you know, we don't have a foster home for whatever that particular need is. is. You know, you've yeah. got to be... At this particular time, depending on how many dogs we got right. juggling, you know, and behind and the scenes. And sometimes we have... <clears throat> we're kind of on a run right now of some really special need... Some challenging, challenging cases. Challenging that cost a lot of money. Yeah. And take a long time <laughs> to, to vet. recover. Yes. And that means that we are in a... You're kind of just in a state of limbo yeah. doing this. Yeah, yeah and, and, and the extra stress of that is like, you know, like with all these prolapses, it's like, did we fix it? Ooh, day by day, you're just kind of like, Ooh, well, like right hang now on, butthole. Rex. Okay, we have, we have Rex. He, he didn't prolapse with us, but he prolapsed with his owner. Right before he came to us, and they had had it he had fixed like strings. three days prior to right. coming to us. For, and he's not yeah. prolapsed with us again, but it's, I have no idea why. Because he has not had a colopexy, and he has constant diarrhea. Yeah. So for people do... Some people don't understand why these dogs prolapse, and I think there's it's important for us to discuss that because that's the first thing they say when you take a dog like Little Man into the into the ER is there's something that causes them well, to the, prolapse. Well, they this immediately want to they immediately want to run a fecal to see if they've right. got a parasite. parasite. Why are you having constant diarrhea? Right. Because you're straining. If you think about, you know, when you're yeah. if you a dog is having the flu straining. and like having diarrhea incessantly, and you're in the bathroom, and you're in the bathroom, and you're in the bathroom, you're or, in the bathroom. or like a colonoscopy <laughs> prep. People that have had that done understand what it might feel. You know, this is something. Yeah, that, but have that compounding that and compounding and compounding. Right. Yes. So when you have a dog who prola- their rectum prolapses, it's because they are straining. They're straining and straining and straining. For what reason? We don't know. They have IBD, they have Giardia, they have parasites. Or all of it. Or all of it combined. We don't know that going in. We just know that the dog is prolapsed. We need to get the rectum back inside of his body. And then you have to start working it. You 
check them for parasites. Then you start looking at their diet. You know, yeah. there's different paths that you have to take. And you work it like you're working one of Trav's jigsaw puzzle. puzzles. Puzzle. You know, mm-hmm. you work it, it and you keep taking that piece around, fitting it to all the places that look like it might fit there. And if it doesn't fit, you move on to the next one. And it is a process. Yeah. It's not something that's overnight. I, I think these dogs, minimum... It's eight weeks minimum, but many times, you know, it's 12 weeks before we can kind of go from taking them, you know, to placing them. To being confident we've got it. Exactly. We have their diarrhea under control. And that fear never goes away either. That dog like gets into something one day. Yes. Brace for impact, you know, could happen again. And, And a lot of them we have done the colopexy on. A lot of them, which it, okay, they take the stomach and the intestine and they tack it so that it so that it can't push out yeah you yeah. tack that that intestine on the colon and tack it to the abdominal wall so it can't so that it oh, can't I didn't push realize out they did that so it's it's basically like 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 with bloat yes when this with exactly. bloat the stomach will flip over yeah. yeah so when they go in to repair the bloat and flip the stomach back over they'll they tie it, it. Yeah. they'll tie it to the, the side yeah. so they do the same thing with, with the, the old with, uh, the, with, the, with, the, with the colon yeah. yeah and the people that have seen us lately we've had prolapses from both ends so you've got the vaginal prolapse that was a gnarly which photo the the fix for that is you spay that the dog and it's, a, and it's an immediate <coughs> fix and you're good to go there's that, never a problem because, that, because that prolapse is due to hormones right so you spay and, them and that and, goes away and why do some of the female dogs do that with their hormones don't we know. don't know they just do well w- women do that though women in the 1800s early 1900s you know this was a frequent problem prolapsing for yes after like, childbirth after childbirth well i mean animals and, do it cows prolapse their their yes, uterus all the time so this is i mean it's not just a dog thing this is like just female everything but the but the dogs do that what we're talking about it's not like post delivery it's just like a hormone flare up they're just in heat they're in heat and it, it and they just push their uterus out. So with her, I think we've, we've seen it more so in dogs that have had litters, though, as opposed to just a young dog with a prolapse yes. that's never been bred. I I don't I can't remember one that I've seen that we've seen. I think we've only had like three, three or something. This hugabug, she's she's young. I yeah, think she's two or three. Mm-hmm. Don't know how many litters she's had. But she did come from a breeder, so and I and they had said she'd had a puppy. I think I think there's just some dogs that are just they're just prone to it. So you have to figure out a way to and like you said, the female dogs is easy. You spam. We're going to spam anyway, and that yeah. it's never going to happen again because they don't have surges of hormones ever. <coughs> right. The rectal prolapse is different, and quite honestly, the vast majority of the ones that we've had, we've solved with a raw diet. Yes, but it's not worked with Rex. It, it did work, and he got a solid poop, and then he just goes right back to bloody diarrhea. So he's a puzzle. He's a puzzle that we can't put the pieces back in. And I don't, I'm not sure how we're going to solve him. He's going to go see Dr. Rolf, and Dr. Rolf's going to scope him. Well, we'll get to the bottom of it one way, one or, way another. or another. That's just the way it works, and we're still holding the his puzzle piece around, going to the different places. Mm-hmm. He's just going to hang with us until we figure out what it is. But in the meantime... 
the cash machine just keeps running. Yeah, I mean, you still have to just keep paying the bills. Because Whatever specialist they have to see, whatever the next step is, you have to pay the bills. Yeah, you don't go to a specialist and not spend two to $3,000. Yes. It's just, that's the way it's it is. It's an automatic you go to the, easily. Exactly. Yeah. Any any procedure is minimum 2000 A lot of times it's five to 6000 yeah. depending on what they have to do. So these dogs are expensive to vet. You know, here we... You, you've got four dogs with some type of prolapse. That's $20,000 without any other vetting. Right. Just right off and the top. So, and so for right now, this little group that, we, that we're kind of mired in right now, we had Rinkus, who started having seizures. You get to an MRI. We had her hospitalized for multiple days. She's easily at easily a $10,000, $12,000 dog. Then we had Sierra. Well, she, Rinkus had other stuff. So by the time we did... That she went to neurology, she was at MedVet Dallas, all that. She was at $20,000, just Rinkus was. So then you have Sierra, who came with a crooked head, facial paralysis. Try to get to the bottom of that. MRI. Dermatology. MRI says she doesn't have anything wrong with her brain, but she has middle ear infection, inner ear infection, both ears. Move on to dermatology. Well, and neurology, that was 5000 right there for her. Right. Moves on to dermatology because they're the ones that deal with the eardrums. Which still to, is weird to me. It is to me, too. They have to cut <laughs> the eardrums open because there's infection all in there. So That cut, they can't get to. Cut both of those open to get that drained out, get that flushed out. So it's like a tika. It's, no, it's not a tika because a tika is they, 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 they remove, remove it. They remove the whole ear canal. They're oh, just, I didn't know that. I thought they just open it up. No, no. no tika's taking tika that. is taking. They just lose their whole ear canal. Total ear canal so ablation. Hmm. Sew it right on up. So, no, hers is part. They're, they're cut open. They're drained. They're flushed. She's put on special medication. And then the ne- next stop is her eye because she has. Facial, uh, facial paralysis, so she can't blink in that eye. So she came to us with a huge corneal ulcer. Mm-hmm. That eye was just destroyed from because no Because if tears. you can't blink, then it's just dry. can't blink, it's just dry. So every time her dry eye is, is trying to blink, it's scratching it, scratching it, scratching it, destroying the eye, destroying the eye, destroying the eye. So we spent the... Here's the eye specialist. You spend another, you know, she gives us medicines to try. Multiple visits. She's been there at least three times. At least so that's going to be like... $1,500 for all those visits. Right. And the and the cleaning out the eardrums, that's going to be like a $1,500, $2,000 procedure. So you get that dog and you're up to, you know, $15,000. And then, you know, then she's a special needs dog. Yeah. Because of everything that you she's... You don't recover any of not that one, money. No. no. You recover There's no recovery. It. You're way <laughs> far in the hole. Right. But then that's the example that we give so you might have another dog that has an adoption fee well it it didn't even cover that dog's no vetting that no. was on when them you but have I, these big medical dogs like that you just don't get that back we just i just have to ask for more donations because right. we can't we can't recover that with adoption fees for other dogs we just can't we just no. cannot and, and we've had a run on them because fink the little puppy with the uh, spinal abnormal, you know, birth defect of mm-hmm. just being born with a bad Frenchie spine. Yeah. Well, her vetting was just to look at her was over $2,000 just to look at her. Yeah. And she won't have an adoption fee because she's also special needs. Right. So we're just like packed and then, full. And now here's Chomper. Yep. That came to us with 
<clears throat> leaking urine. The most scalded, nastiest vulva that was just. Yeah, that oh, was savage. Was yeah. Awful. That was savage. And the smell of her when she came in. Yeah. Oh. The girls did a fantastic job of clean because you'd wash her, wash her, wash her, keep her clean. Keep, keep her, her from clean. being scalded back yeah. there. Yeah, think about like the worst diaper rash ever, constantly, yeah. all the time. Well, just so it, what if you were sitting in your uh, own urine? For, ow. You know? Yeah. So, you know, off she goes to. <clears throat> we had to do a scan on her. Was that a CT? I think it was a CT on her. To see where everything to was. To see what her ureters looked like, what everything looked like. And, and led us to DVSC Dallas with Dr. Lang, who I don't have a lot of experience with, but he does like, he does like specialty surgeries because Dr. Wilson's like, I'm not touching that. <laughs> but hey, that's, that's great because prior to us having access we had to, go to, to him, AMM. we had to go to Texas A&M, which we're in Dallas. Texas A&M is way south of us. So to even attempt that, and then you had to wait Forever. months because everybody in Texas yes. is trying to get in there yeah. to get this same specialty care. So for us to be able to get it in basically our own backyard is pretty much a miracle. Yeah. 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 So I talked to him last night. I was shocked that he called so late. So well, I, I was in the bed. I was laying in the bed. And she was up in her bed. I was up in my bed. <laughs> and all of a sudden I heard the, I forgot to turn my phone off. And all of a sudden I heard the voicemail. I'm like, and I was glad that he called you so that I was I was thinking why hasn't that why hasn't the surgeon called me today and I'm thinking well he must have just been too busy not thinking he's going to call me it was it like 9 30 at night or yeah. something so I saw you know Dallas and I, when I have a phone number for Dallas on my phone it's always a specialist of some kind yeah. <laughs> I don't ever know which one but it's going to be a specialist of some kind and so he's I mean he felt like it was pretty successful um you know the ureters are supposed to empty into the bladder. That's where they're supposed to empty. Well, she's malformed the way she was born. They don't. They empty into her body cavity. So they just drip out. I don't know how she didn't like... I mean, I know urine in your body, I believe. It's sterile. Urine in your body until it hits air is sterile. Yeah. So... No, it doesn't cause any problem in there. It caused all of it coming out. Exactly. Yeah. But why did it leak, though? Why did it leak out of her... It's just leaking out of her body because it wasn't because it's not going into the bladder. Because there's no bladder to hold it in until it's ready. Yeah, it was just just in her body. He said her bladder was really small, but he goes, "That's only because it's just not being used." used. He goes, "I'm, I'm, I'm just. We need to stretch it out with some urine, girl." That's right. That's what he he said. We'll get those ureters to just be pumping that pee into that bladder and get that bladder going. Oh, I can work. Well, then you got it, like he said. Then you got to see if the sphincter is going to hold. Right. So that's what he said. You know, he goes like 50% of them, the surgery is successful, and that's it. Um, like another 25% of them, they need the surgery, and they need to be on Proin too. And then he goes, the other 25% of them, nothing works. Well, that'll be interesting, too, because she's... So if it's never been in your bladder, then you don't understand emptying your bladder nope. or holding your bladder or... But see, what's interesting, that's the first question that Dr. Lang asked me. When he was assessing her, is does she squat to pee? She so does. So I texted Emma, and Emma said she does. She so does she has a urge. So, so some pee some, goes through there. Some, yeah, something is t- signaling to her that I need to pee, so squat to pee. So that was hmm. good news from him. That was, a good, that was good news. That it's not, she doesn't just walk around and it's and just, just flying out, out of her, and she has no idea because she's young she's a pup isn't she like eight months old or something yes she is or she was when she came to us we've had her for weeks and weeks now Yeah, i think she's close to a year old yeah so her recovery and a very sweet little dog very sweet Sweet, little pup 
Um, but she may end up being a dog who has to wear a diaper all the time. Well, I mean, again, she's another special needs dog. Another so special needs with we a are, lot of we're, money invested. We're chock full of special needs medical Frenchies and dog de Bordeaux's bears that are older that are older right so and then and uh standard poodles who are older we could not be more full with challenging cases right now and dogs that we don't get applications right for. and so we just have to hang yeah we just hang with it and then it, i always say you know we're not just looking for any old home so we can get them out the door you know we really wait for the just the right home the right home and you know we were talking to because you have to be responsible all the way through. Yeah. Well, yes. you've invested and, and so much money and time and this care is, in these. We're this not going to just throw them out the door. This is not how fast that we can get them out exactly. the door. I was thinking about this, too, where you're talking about, like, this dog's 10 grand, this dog's 20 grand. You know, I'm not going to just put this into someone's hands. Exactly. Like, oh, I left the door open and got ran over by a car. <laughs> You know, we have to be a good steward of funds. Otherwise, why would you? Why the hell would you well, donate money good, to me? I always, y'all have heard me say this on the podcast. And, and that's why you've never gotten blowback from us. You pick whoever you want, whoever I you just, feel comfortable I just, with. You know, <clears throat> you, you cannot. I want it to be a wonderful experience for the family that's adopting from us. But I also don't want to ever have to rescue that dog again. Exactly. Yeah. And so being that said, you know, if someone like sometimes you'll have someone who just really wants a dog, they want this, they want that. And I have to say, I just don't think from what, what you're telling you me, what you're telling me good fit for that you. I just yeah. do not think they're a good fit. And I try as best I can to explain it to them because I never want someone. <laughs> I am very sensitive believe it or not of hurting someone's feelings i never want someone to feel like they're not good enough um which it's not the case it's just really i want it to be a really good fit you know for you um and us and, and the us. dog well because when we rescue a dog we have this doberman that's in a ditch in the valley that's starving to death that's day one that we're bringing you in but we want to see you go full circle to where you're a happy, healthy dog who has a family who loves you for the rest of your life. Yeah, Jean like, Grey. Like Jean yeah. Grey. You exactly. see pictures of her every day and you see her face and she's got, you know, duck jammies on and she, yep. yeah. Living and her we're best not looking life. For, we're not looking for just any random home who's like, well, I'll take that dog. We hmm. want somebody who, we pref I prefer that people who followed that Doberman in the ditch from day one. Because understand the context. Understand Understanding it. the context of that dog will make you be a better dog owner. Because, I mean, watch what we're doing. Watch what we put out there. Look at all the stuff we had to do with this dog. Yeah. It's not someone going like, oh, hey, I want a dog. What kind of dog do you got? Right. And I'm going to have to, like, sell this you dog to you? Got any puppies? No, you sell me on why you're good for this dog. Right. I, and well, we want, I want it to be a mutual trust. Yeah. And that's why I always love it when someone comes back to us to adopt a second, third, fourth, eighth dog from us. They know what they're getting from us. They know the kind of vetting. They know they can trust us that we've done the right thing for the dog. And then mutually, I know, hey, I know who you are. So I feel a calmness in my heart. Because I know they're going to take care of this dog that we've so heavily yeah. invested in. Right. We don't want our hearts broken either. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we love we love these dogs. You take a uh, an older Bordeaux like Jim, gorgeous bear, probably one of the most handsome bears we've had in a long time. Um, you know, we've been looking for a home for him. And His I, confirmation's great. I wish I got him four years ago, but... <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I had this uh, lady who reached out to us during the last week, and she lives in Arizona. And, you know, when you're further away, you know, I'm always a little skeptical. <laughs> when you're further away, we're further away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so are you really going to make the road trip? This, I mean, why do you want to adopt from us? There's got to be a million rescues between us and you. You yeah. know, like somebody on the East Coast, somebody in Cal- Northern California. You want to come all this way? Yeah. And so I loved it. She said, you know, we've I've been following you guys for several years and seeing what you're doing. And they just were waiting for... They waited until their last bear had passed, and her husband had just said, you know, when our bear they passes... Listen, they listened to the podcast. With, yes. Okay. So, so they listened to the podcast last week, which I love, because we actually had two people reach out. One, within four hours, during la- I had two different people reach out about last week's podcast, well, this lady said, I listened, and I can adopt a se- I want to adopt a senior dog. I love that. I'm like, I love you. <laughs> you know, so she not only wanted Jim, but she wanted a female. And she had applied for Juliet, which is a little young. Chocolate bear. Bear that you Chocolate went to get. Bear. Chocolate <laughs> lady bear. But <laughs> I, I had a family I was working with for her, a previous adopter, um, <clears throat> Apple Jacks, many years ago, Frenchie Apple Jacks. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to adopt her, but... When I explained, and they wanted a female, and they said they would take another older bear, and we could just decide which one was the best fit. I'm like, I'm like, you know, when that kind of thing happens, that doesn't happen. It just yeah. is like such a warm fuzzy. And then I said, okay, they can both be ready, and they're coming as fast as we can get them ready. Yeah. They're getting their home ready for them. So they're it's, taking Jim and Angela. Yes. Wow. And and. Uh, Angela. Office-wise, like and, the and, oddest uh, pair uh, ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, both, and just while we're kind of, I know a lot of people over the last few weeks, you're kind of seeing the inner workings like of how we place dogs and what things are costing us financially. But again, Jim and Angela, neither one of them will have an adoption fee. They're older bears. That's a special need. Six-year-old yeah. bears. They're all these three people came from are the driving. Same place. They're all three six years old. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they were both, you know. The, the window's open, the money's going that way, yeah. and, you know, we just... It, and it so, and once again, we just have to be a good steward of funds, you know. Talking about this, I always go back to Big JoJo. Like, we were looking at some local homes, and he was, he was, he was in, you know, a, a local home, because a dog like that, where basically you're 120-pound Mastiff, you have two legs on one side. Yeah. Um, you're a physical challenge, you're... you're, you're you are truly a special needs dog. Huge and, special needs. And we had, you know, we had his, his mom now, Ryan, and she, she, when I talked to her on the phone, she was like, me and my husband decided years ago that our next Mastiff was going to be a special needs. She had already decided that that's, that's what she wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so emotionally, contextually, that person is on board. And then you have financially. You know, once again, we, you know, he had that two legs because he blew out an ACL. Like, like that on, we fixed, uh, but on, we knew he would blow his other one. Because they, ex- exactly. exactly. they always do. Yeah, and then and, and that's that's <laughs> what. And within ten minutes on the phone, I told her that. Yeah. Because I'm I'm basically just trying to scare you away, or or, <laughs> or see or seeing if I can. Because if you're scared, I don't want you. Yeah. I need, and I also full. I need you to understand the full context. Well, it's I'm just being full up, transparency. I'm being yeah. upfront with you because I'm not going to have you email me two months later and go, oh, you, you didn't s- tell me. Gave me a lemon or something or wh- right. whatever the heck you're going to say. 
And see, so there was so much of that, but then, you know, but there's also just like life, you know, like something can always happen. And he didn't get like a, he got like an obstruction or something yeah, like, like that in he his did. belly. He did. There's I forget th- there's, what he ate. It was a toy. He, yeah. yeah. There's, there's three or four grand right there. Just out of the blue. Yep. You weren't, you weren't expecting that one. Yeah. I, I couldn't really tell you about that, but you know, this person just takes it in stride because these things happen. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it's like you said, you know, I never want to rescue a dog again, especially one where I worked my ass off on that dog. That's and a, now that's he's hard. in Northern California. Yeah. It's well, I've, I've already. I'll get on a plane right now if he needs me, though. I'm never. I hope to never. He doesn't need you. He's got his own wagon. I know. He's got a wagon. Wes again. Yeah, Texas Joe. But no, I never want to have to ever ask Wes to get on a plane again with a bag and put and a, a Frenchie, Frenchie in, it. in it that has to be kind of like done. She like would not. This. She would not go in that bag. We're talking about <laughs> We're like, char- charm. Her name's Daphne now, and like, yeah, yeah, I took her or I picked her up from San Francisco. And like, you know, you have the little dog travel bag. Like, oh, it's just her size. Like, I forced with all my strength <laughs> that dog, and She's she not was not. That. She was not letting me. Zip that I do bag. not want that. I'm not going. She wrote. She wrote on the whole plane through airport security with her head sticking out of the bag. She's like, <laughs> or to throw me on a plane, and I have to. Go two thousand miles away and drive a two-legged Bordeaux two thousand miles back to me. Like you don't want to, you don't want to do that. I've never but picked up a dog that was so hard that it was that JoJo when he only had two legs <clears> on the same side. Yeah, it's like what am I supposed oh, to man. do? Oh man, everything this? that came out of that dog, Jess, that was right there. Oh man, it was so hard. Sometimes he just has to like lean up against me and to pee, and his <laughs> yep. big old pee splashing on too. me. I did that with him too. We took well, we he tried to run away from us. We oh, did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we took him out to go to the bathroom. He was here in Trump's front yard, and he thought he might have a wild hair. He did. He ran all the way up to Meowtown, and now we got to get him back in the house. Now he's tired. Yeah, now he can't hop anymore. Now he can't make it anymore. I don't trust you guys to take care of my my two legged mastiff anymore. Yeah, but even to get him on the golf cart about that that was that was actually so funny. No, the best one. This is the best one. Travis got really mad at me. He was like gone for the day. He said, "Can you go like go let the dogs out?" So you know. So I don't trust anyone. Let him let him out to go potty. Well, Jojo wants to go for a little walk. I know. So I. So yeah, I, but if you knew Jojo in that backyard, you know he's got go go go. Well, <laughs> even though he, even though he doesn't have go 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 in here, he's he, got go he go is go. So headstrong. Because we because so we go out for a walk and he's having fun. He likes it. His nose is up. All right. We're going up the driveway. <laughs> We're going, and this is good, Jojo. It's good. We get to like you know it's a certain distance back where before you. You only got yourself. so many hops. Where, exactly. Yeah. So I know he's only got so many hops. I it's can got about see 120 him yards. And so I I turn around. Well, we're gonna go back home. And well, Jojo, Jojo says not. no. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's 120 yards because when you carry 120 pounds, 120 well, yards. I can't carry him. <laughs> yeah, we could. Not. I did so, multiple times. That's so, how I learned my lesson. And you didn't listen to me. So I said. <laughs> make this dog do what I know I arrogance. <laughs> arrogance and I have some conversation with Jojo you're going to turn around and go back home and he's like no and I'm not Jojo goes, no 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 because <laughs> Jojo he, wants to go go he will not he wa- I cannot make him I had to call Wes and tell him you need to come get your car drives down the driveway look we just load up Jojo in the car and yeah. drive, drive him back drive I love, I love when, you, when you catch him too he just goes Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it. I don't know what it is about a male Bordeaux that she thinks like they're not going to do it because like when she said, "Oh, donkey won't go anywhere," 
And then donkeys like disappeared from the face oh my of the God. earth. How many times do I have to go pull them out of the creek? Hair. It's that same wild he hair. He was like gone way far away. He was in the creek. She, she told me he goes, oh, he'll never leave home. He'll never. I'm like, we're caught. He's no pigs. He would have just come right back. But he would but come he to me. he got too old. He went down the creek. He couldn't get out anymore. He gets a little crazy. And then also it's, it's, it's not so much, well, it is wild hair, but it's also wild smell. He can smell you know, the hogs. You know, yeah. Sometimes you get a wild smell, and it's, I'm sorry, we're talking about animals here. Yeah. He's just going to go do animal stuff. Yeah. So. But was he stuck that time? He Did was he because he was tired. This is this is the this he is the time where he's like a like. He's older. Like a, he's a little kooky. Like the last year of yeah. his life. Yeah. So his heart meds, we had upped them. Well, that's what you told me, though. You said he's not going to run off. He's too old. He's too sick. Exactly. He can't do yeah. it. But then he ran all the way from this house all the way down the creek. Yeah. To Travis's yeah, Travis way far away. And in, my, in, in my experience, uh, older Mastiff on heart meds, they can sometimes get like, you know, you give them those heart meds and they're like, oh, I'm back, you know? Yeah. And where they, they kind of get a little cocky with that or they, they, they don't realize their, their limitations right. that they have. He's feeling spunky. He's a man. Yeah. He's feeling spunky. It's like Herc. He's like, oh, I'm going to go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I Herc. took Herc on some walks too. He he was a funny boy to like. He who? was just fantastic. Herc. I I thought you said that you took Kirk on a walk. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, I was like, what? I took Hercules out on a walk one time. I had Daryl, I had Jim Bob, oh, I had Hercules, I had Dwayne. I had all of them together to, to take. No, them. I never had D Wayne and Hercules. Maybe it was uh, well, maybe it was some of my dogs. There was more bears. Yeah, it was probably Sarge. I had that foster of yours, that Doberman foster. Um, I can't remember his name. The one that peed in my car. I know why you would remember that, but I don't remember that. <laughs> Watson was his name. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I had him, I had yeah. him on a leash, yeah. and then I had the bears with me. And we made. I just made the small loop, like, to the, and then cut through Bobcat, and just back to your front. And I got everybody with me, but not Herc. Because uh, he's just too slow. <laughs> he's slow, but he keeps his pace. He can, and he knew where he was going. So we he doesn't. Wait. He doesn't like stop and smell either. He's like, I'm doing. He's working. Well. He's just slow. And I, and I knew he would make it. I could hear him back there. Uh, so we just <laughs> waited. We just waited in the front yard for him, and here he comes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, the, he was so great. Like, because I would I would walk all my mastiffs. Sometimes on leash, sometimes off, but you, I would I would do like the full loop. So it's like, all right, let's all go for a walk, and we start doing that full loop, and then Herc would just he just knew that trail, and he just like, la, 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 la. and so I walked my dogs, but then I would do like another Herc loop. Herc has fat Alberts, and, by, and by the <laughs> but by the time I come back, I'm, I'm coming back around. Herc's like he's making his way home on like lap hey, hey, one. You so sir, you yeah, him yeah, now he yeah. thinks he made it. The I circle him, come up behind him, and then he's like. <laughs> go home and then just go rest because yeah but he was he was just a perfect he just he knew his trails and he was i often wonder what it would have been like to have had hercules like oh from my, the time he was a puppy oh my god to have that dog his whole life because he was well just, he was humongous well he was he, he was such a majestic <coughs> dog and i don't mean that just in his body i mean that in his body and his mind and his soul yeah he was just Solid. It just kills me that a dog like that was, was just, so abused. Was just discarded in a backyard for years yeah. and years, the winters, the summer. Because he was a gem. I mean, he well, was we've just... never fought for a dog that hard in the entire time so yeah, that we had, had the to rescue. Fight for him, but yeah. It was like just that was a fight. 
It li- like we literally, as they say, we fought tooth and nail. Yeah. I've never jumped through so many hoops. Uh, Wes, they're turning all the lights out. Go back. You yeah, go Wes back. Wes is like in a shelter no, in no, Austin. No. And they're like trying to close the doors. San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah, we like heard about that dog. And then I'm just like, I'm just going to drive. I'm just going to start driving. And I... How long was I in my car before? I think it was like a like a whole day. Like a whole it was like, day. like a whole day. A yeah. whole day. Yeah. All the way. You were awake. Yeah. You and went it, in the day, and yeah. then you were there all until ten at night, and then you drove all night. It was seven. And it's like, oh, we're gonna get him. So I went like I was there at the shelter, and like I, you know, they took me around through there, and like I think I think I met him and stuff, and then. Uh, they're like, no, no, now we're not going to give them to you. And so Laura's like, Just. yeah, there was some back and forth there. Well, at the last was... minute, they found a microchip. Uh, that's what so it that's was. what they said. Yeah. No, we're not going to let him go because he has a microchip. It wasn't registered to anybody. Yeah. Mind you, I mean, this dog is like a carcass. He is starving to death. Yeah. I like, think, I think he's bones and skin. Think about that. Like the skinniest dogs that we have ever rescued. Because when we sent Ricky for um, Sully last night, he said, oh, my God, it's another Jean Grey. Who was skin and bones? Was terrible. Yeah. Ricky was afraid she has, was going to die. Top ten skinniest dogs. Yeah, but I think Hercules is right there. Hercules is like top of the list. Well, Hercules was extra shocking because he's a hundred and forty pound dog and he's like 85, 90 pounds. Yeah, I mean, just just he couldn't skeleton. get up. Or I mean, he was like concentration camp skinny. Just like. he wouldn't. He couldn't get up, and we couldn't get him to eat. It took a while for him because because he didn't yeah. even have enough energy to eat. Yeah. Because some dogs are so starving like that, they've given up the concept of eating. And it's not and even it's appealing. That's exactly. just gone. It's hard to just bring that back. Yeah, it was that little Chihuahua mix that we have. That who are the two? The, the Frankie and Lola. That little Frankie dog. Yeah, he was fostered by Beth. That foster who fostered for us, and he was just. Skin and bones, and she could not get that dog. Yeah, to now eat. he's a little fatty. He is yeah, a he's fatty. A, yeah, he's a little sausage. Everything and yeah. he's sassy. Yeah, <laughs> he'll sass you for food. And too. He, she gives him like a vitamin E capsule. He just eats that. Like you're giving oh, him some kind it. of candy. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Fatty, man. I just think of like a dog like Jean Grey. You know, she was so hungry, so starving. She's still hungry. And there yeah. she's like in she's a swallowing hungry. bunnies back there because yeah. she's like just never gonna, you That know. dog is never not gonna be hungry. Many, many of those dogs that were starved like that, they, well, a lot of them are food aggressive and they always will be because they can't give up that thought. Yeah, the starvation they, trigger, like it doesn't have a pullback on it. Like right. they think they're starving forever or like every meal is their last it's meal It's a scar. Forever. It's it a, scar. a scar. It is a trauma in their Except mind. Except for there's also some dogs who are just bad and naughty like Peggy and B and all of them. Remember when they were out in Larry's lounge yard that one time? And what were we all that doing? Was Peggy killing the bunnies. Is that what you're And it was like baby bunnies left and right. It was like a they slaughter don't kill baby was bunnies going on over hungry. there. Diggity dog chewed up a bunny in his mouth. He's not hungry. Oh, no, it's not hungry. Peggy's mm. just a murderer. Yeah, they just, they just want to yeah. kill bunnies. She's it's not because they're hungry. Them. That's all. That's She's just leave. animals. She's going to leave them for Jean Grey to eat them. She's animals just going to murder doing, them. doing animal stuff. Yeah, so. That's right. Jeez. Some dogs are killers. hungry. Some dogs are killers. Dogs. We'll have to include some pictures of Herc for people who haven't seen those because. Well, there's what the, there's a picture of you at the ER. We went to see Herc and you still had long hair. It was one of the last times when you had long hair and you were down on your knees like right back when 
when Before I you had got these, old and you could get down uh, on them. Back when I had these. I got a video for Hercules. It's fantastic. But, yeah, and you're leaning down in, you know, like one of their big dog banks on yeah. the cement. Yeah. And we're just looking at him on that quilt, just thinking, how in the world did you ever get here? I don't know. It's that image that I have of him, the first image that we saw when he was in the San Antonio shelter. It was just like a headshot of him. And I saw that, and I could see in his eyes, and I said to everybody, that dog is in there. You know, he, he he had. I could see. I could see in his eyes who he was. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you have that. Sometimes you just see that. And even we all we had, had the drive to <coughs> want to save him. Yeah. I mean, we I remember like sitting. In, I remember where he was sitting in my house while we were texting back and forth and trying to fight for that dog for hours. Oh, well, I mean, I, hours. I was. I was <coughs> up all night and then finally i fell asleep and it was like 7 30 in the morning and west had made it back to dallas and was at the er and he's like trying to call me trying to call me and i'm finally just <laughs> exhausted <laughs> asleep we had to fight with the director of that shelter to get him to let him go well they well, had, had the- a lot of bad pr there and some things had gone on where they c- did not trust rescue groups and here we are an- yeah. and unknown. they didn't know us they and so I- i'm us. busy gathering letters of reference sending that in filling out all their paperwork so what they would do is they would say okay here's a hoop well most people don't know us the way we are and they like, don't know that ma'am jumps through hoops no, like it's nothing give me 40 hoops all i need to know is what are your hoops and mm-hmm. i will have jumped through them by the time you turn around yeah but you he just kept doing this put a new hoop up a new hoop just trying to make it where we wouldn't go away yeah and we were having to get other people involved and like the new <laughs> we got a lot of people involved that was the only reason why we got that dog and i i hate doing this but we haven't just, done that in a long you, time we've uh, never done just, it you since. Just have to, I'm sorry. I'm just going to sick the social media world on you. Well, this I had and their I phone t- was inundated. Yeah. They're inundated. I talked <coughs> already I I once to, do that to the San Antonio news station, and I was that that close. And then I didn't do it to give him one more. Yeah, because and he came through at the very end, but what, you it know, was like gonna, you were gonna play your last. Card. What 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 we did was enough, and I'll I'll never forget what I think we called over there and what one lady said on the phone. Make it stop. Make the make social stop. media stop because yeah. people were just blowing them up. Yeah. You you don't you don't even get a phone anymore. Yeah. Uh, everyone's everyone's just calling you, being like, "Hey." And like I said, I don't want to do that. No, it's terrible, <laughs> but I'm so glad I did. Because yeah, but let yeah, because it's my big starving Herc. to death. And Just you, let us take because, help him because he has a microchip with some loser on it. That obviously this is how he's been taking it care wasn't of it. What are we? Registered. Yeah, that, it wasn't that's registered. the thing. It wasn't yeah. even registered. Yeah. So no, so, so no, what, what what are we investigating <laughs> here? Investigating. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the damn dog is dying here. Right. It needs to get out of here. <laughs> it needs to be in someone's <laughs> home. It needs to have professional well, he needed care. Needed to be at the emergency vet where he could get intensive care because he would. He's not even when we got him. He's not going to eat. Yeah. Yeah wouldn't eat at the er so all you're getting all you can get him is fluids yeah. you can't get him to eat he's going to die in the shelter yeah all you're he's doing with die. fluid is is like making him die not as quick exactly and, and 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 from their standpoint what they were trying to investigate is who put the chip in like what vet so so what do you need the dog yeah. here there for that find out who put the chip in it's not going to tell you who the dog is or yeah. where he came and like from. we told them it's like oh you find it you find an owner that's fine i'll give you the dog back bring me a form bring me a form and i'll sign it just give me the damn dog so we can make it better right. like that was the fight but the other side of it not that many people care but you know 
a lot of people do not follow through with their word. You cannot trust them to do what they Absolutely. say they're going to do. And since they did not know us, That's there true. was no trust. Right. So it, it didn't matter. You know, we're nothing to them. We're not even in their area. Yeah. Why would they trust us? Yeah. But yeah, he asked for references, and he sure got a whole bunch of them, <laughs> blowing but up his phone. Remember, phones. he put the limitations on us of like not to put Herc on our Facebook page. Yeah, well, because they wanted Hilarious. to stop the social media. Right. Yeah. Don't tell me how to live. Because that their shelter had been all over the San Antonio news for other things unrelated to. Right. And it was the, just all a storm. It was. You know, that had a lot of. Had we a lot we of stepped to into it. a fire ant's mouth. We did. We did, and we're gonna and we're gonna keep swatting the ants until we get that dog out of there. Yeah, and we had to do some things that that you know we like don't I like said, doing. I don't like. Doing well, them. only when you're backed against a wall, right? You are back only when a their bureaucracy is gonna let a dog die in their care. That Seriously, we that save. was the most infuriating thing. It's like you're just gonna let this dog die in yeah. here, yeah? Like for, like it's 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 almost like spiteful, you know. But then once I'll never forget then. When Wes was there and it's all dark and Wes goes, the lights are coming back on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. I, I went and sat out, sat out in the parking lot and it was dark. I don't think they knew I was there. And then like the groundskeeper comes around and he's like, what are you doing here? You should leave. And like, I, I told him, I said, do not leave Wes. No, I'm not going. No, leave. I'm not leaving. Because <laughs> you were inside the gate. No, I'm telling no, I'm on the phone. This is what they're saying. Do not leave. Don't leave. Yeah. No, I was yeah. in the parking lot and everything was gated shut. Otherwise, I would have been knocking on doors and windows and stuff. The whole property was gated. So I was outside the parking lot, outside the gates. So I couldn't go knock on or go pound on windows that were like, I just had to wait. And the groundskeeper was like, you know, you need to leave. You need to let him like, I'm not leaving. Deal with it. Not happening. Go tell, the, go tell them because that's what I'm waiting for. Big old herc. And then ah. when he was in the back of Wes's first FJ Cruiser and... That was it. He drove out of San Antonio and never looked back. No. And lived, I don't know, two years longer than they anticipated. Two and a half, I think. He was a mess. Two and a half. He was a mess. Just a mess. He was he's so happy though when he would walk from Trav's up to the uh -huh. office. He <laughs> he'd just be coming up that sauntering. You my know? favorite one of my fa my fa what two of my favorite pictures is Actually, three. I've got Violet at my gate with all the bears and all the dogs. Right there. That, one. that one right there. Then I've got I've got Mabel with her arm around Donkey on my telling back porch. Telling him he's a good girl. He's a good girl. <laughs> just like it's a, just a shot of the back of them. She's just telling him he's a good girl. Because he was a good and girl. And then it's Mabel walking up the driveway to the office with Hercules behind her. Yeah. Where are you going, little girl? <laughs> I, I know you got peanut butter fingers. Huh? <laughs> you know, it's just a breed that we just love. It's, you know, it's a sickness. Wes doesn't yeah. have it. Nope, I don't have it. No, but you know, one of the things that are blessings that I've gotten to have, because I also have never owned the breed, but I love the breed Um, from the moment I met yeah. the breed in person. But... We've never had anybody who's adopted one who hasn't ended up loving the breed. I can't think of one person that doesn't love the breed now. Yeah, and usually comes back for another one. Yes, and a lot of times they'll get a Frenchie. Yeah, yeah. for some reason they always go together. They yeah. do. They always so go it's, together. It's so funny. So the people that are adopting Juliet, they have the little Frenchie Applejacks. And so I think she adopted him like in 2000. That was a long 18 time or something. It was the cereal group. Mm -hmm. So that was, you that's know, back. the group that Bessie came from. And Kevin yeah, Crunch. that's me. <laughs> that was Honeycomb. <laughs> but 
That's funny. Is I saw that a that local home that Juliet would go to then? No, down near Austin. Down near Austin. I saw in the Happy Tales that the, the people that adopted Lemon got themselves another one. Yes. They got Tiny Saurus. Oh, they did? Yeah. yeah. And I they love, love Tiny Saurus. Yeah, they love her. That dog looks so much like Levon in the face. Just every time the I'd tiny see her, yeah, mm-hmm. every time I'd see her face, I'm like, man, she looks so much. They like said she's just so happy. She just settled right in there, and, and Lemon loves they her. just love her. I never got to see her. I only see the pictures of her, and and then Emma would say she's not one bit tiny. She's a she's <laughs> a great, she's tall, great big, big great big Frenchie. I love it when it takes just a moment to find a like when we've got a couple of Frenchies right now, Tippy, Shorty, Sarah. When it takes a moment to find the, the right fr- home, all that does, I'm not even a bit worried. Mm-hmm. I know because the right one comes and then you feel it. I don't even know how to really describe it, but you just like have this peaceful feeling and you know it's the right one and you're just like so glad you're waited. Yeah. Yeah. And anytime anybody like gets anxious about a dog or what, I never had that feeling because I always know that there's someone who's listening or watching. They're watching the page. They're listening to the podcast. They just and, haven't come yet. And they and they're they're thinking on it. And then all of a sudden they contact us and then they say, "You know, I've been thinking and this dog just is speaking to me and, you know, it just turns out." Yeah. It turns out really and wonderfully. And some of them are doozies like like Bet. You know that took forever. And play. she's so loved. Yeah. She's yeah. so loved. Such a specific home that we have yeah. to have for that dog. Yeah. Took months and months to find to find it. I f- I just feel like from my perspective, I feel so redundant that I have to keep telling the story. And about you that shouldn't feel dog. that way. I know no. I shouldn't feel it's that just, way. It's part of their story. Yeah. You know, and and I love the fact that it's not a revolving door. It's just, we're going to hang right here. And sometimes, like, if their foster family gets anxious that we're not finding the right one. Like Diamond. Yeah, I just have to say. Not that Anna was anxious. We just just have to hang. And then when the, I love it because the foster families, a lot of, you know, most of them have been with us a really long time. And then when it happens (laughs) and then they see it and they get that same piece. We're working with somebody for Little Mellow who's been at Amy's house for almost three months yeah, now. Yeah. And Amy, I sent somebody over to her today that I wanted her to talk to them in a little bit more detail. And she came back. She's like, oh, this lady's perfect for her. <laughs> Love it. You know, and so it's just a matter of just like hanging there because Mellow did get applications, but she had a special need. Again, here we are. We got another special need. Yeah. That's just, I mean, it's kind of what we do. She is difficult to housebreak. Okay, when you have a tiny dog that's difficult to housebreak, that is a special need because tiny dogs are hard as it is. I mean, I have chihuahuas, and the least the wind blows. Peeing all under your bed. (laughs) In the meadow. meadow. In the meadow. In the meadow. You know, the least cold air or one drop of rain might come off the gutter, and oh, we all need to pee in the house. It's true. I know. And so I need you to understand this is the issue because I don't need Mellow to be placed and come back because I didn't do my job right. Yeah. yeah. That wastes all of our time. It hurts all of our hearts and it sets the dog back. Mm-hmm. So we just need to hang yeah. for the right. And that's the one. thing. When we talk about vetting, we don't we don't hold back. 
on anything. No, that it's they transparent. Need. <clears throat> and when it comes to we're circuit, not going to hide we're anything. Not, yeah, we're, we're a thousand percent transparent. We're going to tell you every awful thing about this dog. We're going to tell you everything good thing about this dog because we're looking for somebody who's going to hear the awful things about it and go, "I don't care. I still, yeah. I still want." That. Or I can deal with that. I can deal with that. Yeah, yeah. That it's not a concern for them. <laughs> right. We have somebody that so little Fink, the little Frenchy puppy who's adorable. But who has a bad uh, spine. You know, we can't <coughs> promise anybody what her future is going to be yeah. with that kind of spine. She might live to be three. Well, doc, well Dr. Roach said he, he, because her spine is so malformed, as she grows, she could be in more pain as she grows. She's not a, now. She's not now. But yeah. we can't predict but what we can't the future what's going to happen as she and, grows. And once again, you know, I, I, know, I know I talked about it like on the last podcast, but like, you know, my, my big Lou, my gorgeous baby boy. Yeah. And then, you know, I have him for nine months and it's like, oh, you have a spinal okay. issue yeah. and you live to be three years old. And, you know, these these things can just happen. But just things that all people just kind of need to be aware of. What are you doing with my Bessie? What are you doing with my toad? <laughs> she picked me. Oh, <laughs> she looks sleepy. But, but that little thing, we had a family apply for her. She's up in Oklahoma City with Trish. We had a family apply for her down near Austin, and I, in just like what we did, I took Doctor Roach's <laughs> words verbatim. Yeah, and, and which was long. I read was, it all, and yeah. I sent that to them, and I said, because they said, "Oh, we're really interested. We're this, we're that." We'll and, read this. And so I, <laughs> now? I sent it to them, and I said, "I need. This is what he says." This is what it is. She's going to be special needs. She's not going to have an adoption fee, but this is her reality. They came back, said, didn't bother us a bit. Yeah. So then I go to Trish, and I said, Trish, they understand everything that's going on with her. They're still interested in talking about her. Trish gets back to me. I love them. They're perfect for her. Yeah. I mean, stuff like that give me chill bumps all day long. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about this the other day. It's, it's just like you're saying that when you, like, you you kind of like almost kind of know when you have that right home and you yeah. get and you and you get that feeling. I feel the same way. Like when I get like a certain photograph, I get like a certain photograph, and it's just like this is gonna be this this is the this is the last time I need to seek out like this photograph. And it was that shot of Angela that I did the other day, and I put together like a like a four photo. I didn't even really like the other four photos, but that one photo of just that close up and her gorgeous eyes. And I, I, I was thought, just like, and I know exactly what you're talking about because you can that, see into their, photo, you can see in their soul. That photo a, right there shows you who that if <clears throat> that is who that dog is. Because how many times do I have to say it? When you get the right photo, you can see the dog's soul. Yeah. And when you can see their soul, everybody else can too. They don't know what they're looking at. Yeah. But I know what you're looking. Well, everybody at. Yeah. can feel it. Right. Because of and it was th like two days prior. I got to that. that photo. I posted it, and I was just I just knew it. I was like, right. On to the next one. And I think because we have a signal thread with all of the girls who work for us, they're photographing these dogs all day long. They're mm -hmm. shooting videos. They're and there was a photograph of Jim. Looking up at the camera. Yep. And I took that photo and said, I'm sorry, Jim, we don't have any applications for you. Because we didn't. We yeah. had none. And it was his soul. And as soon as I saw that photo come through, I go, that's the photo that's, that's going to find one. him a home. And it did. And it did. Mm -hmm. and, and, Angela, and, and Angela goes with him. Yep. And I will say to... It, I knew it as soon as... I knew it when I shot it. I yeah. didn't even look at it. Yeah. 
I, I, I hadn't, I hadn't even, even looked at it, but I knew just the energy when she came forward and she just presented us just right at the right time and just boom. And it was just, when you're on the other end of the camera like that and you're taking photos like that, you always know when you nailed it. I don't have to look back at it in the camera. Yeah. I know because I, I, because I go I, empty the roll and I look for that photo that I know is yeah. the photo that I, I don't. Took. I don't even look at it on the camera. I, I the shot camera. that. I shot I that photo. I shot that photo and then I did another one, two, real quick right after it. And I was like, got it. I've got it. Got yeah. it. <clears throat> That's it. Yeah. I don't have that because I don't take pictures. Jessica's because you're terrible. awful and you have no patience. But she makes a good chocolate pie. Yeah. She's better quality. Stick to the pie. We're all good at different things. We are. I will say one thing though that made me just like so happy, and I told you this on the phone yesterday when I talked to you. But sometimes when we're sitting here at the podcast table, and I try to never think about it that. Laura doesn't listen I don't, to any of our podcasts or watch them. No, I don't listen because I don't if I either. did, I couldn't be myself. And it's hard enough for me to be myself because I'm a pretty private, actually quiet person. Mm-hmm. And so this is, I, I can't, I don't want to think whole, about This it. is a whole new realm for Laura. I don't want to think she about it. She has to ignore yeah. that that part is happening. Yeah, yes, she, she has to ignore that she's being filmed. And I, I don't watch or listen for the same reason. First of all, it's like I'm here. I know what I said. But I just, it, I subconsciously, it's like, I don't even want to, I'll, I'll do this because I could, I could feel like I have a natural conversation if I watch myself or like, I'll get critical and then I'll get in my own yeah. head and, Me, then, I'll, yeah, and then, exactly. then I'll just be weird. Be yes. Well, because it's like, I, I think our conversations are interesting. So that's, that's why we're doing this. And if I get too into the weeds, it's like, I'll just be yeah. weird or different. It, it won't be genuine. Right. And yeah. so, and it needs to be genuine. So when we're having these conversations, sometimes I'll stop and think, hey, wait a minute. If I was the one listening, I would want to know this, mm-hmm. this one thing. You know, if I'm not looking at it from our perspective. So when I talked to the lady who was who's adopting Jim and she's adopting Angela, and when she told me, you know, I listened to the podcast last week and I listened to what you said and that and to know that the conversation that we had reached someone and touched them that way, it meant something to me. Right. Well, it reminds us why we do it. And then that very same day, at, I, I opened my email that morning, and there was an email from another lady, and she said, I'm in the parking lot at my work, and I'm crying in my car because she in that very same podcast we talked about being at the vet and your scene and grief and grief and yeah. how everybody processes differently and and she had lost her pet and just then and it just really resonated with her what we were saying and it helped she said it helped her yeah and that you know that made me feel so good that there were like two things, so we're not just. It's not just like we're going out into the. Sometimes we're yammering for nothing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sometimes you need nothing. Yeah. Sometimes you got stuff going on in your life, and you, you just want to. Pi- you got have hashtag pile eyes going yeah. on. We think it's sometimes a big you deal. poop your pants in the car at the hospital. Yeah. Yes. This is a fact. Yeah. This is a fact. Or in my front yard. Or yeah, or you know wherever, <laughs> wherever. It happens. <laughs> So yet, and sometimes. by the way, sometimes when we listen to those podcasts back, you know, because we have to edit them sometimes because we'll have phone calls or something. We were there, so like you'd think it wouldn't be funny. It's, it's still funny. It's still funny. Yeah. It's still funny. Sometimes we're funny. <laughs> well, I'll think. I hope so. I think back about situations, 
and I'll still laugh about She's them. Talking about pooping her pants. Or no, I'm talking about throwing your suitcase down the thing or oh, something don't like even that. Get me going on flinging you know, my that suitcase. Even that will slinger. still that will still be <laughs> funny to me, even though it was us. Yeah. You know, and like when Trav didn't want to take us on his trip, and <laughs> you know. I and we're actually, backwards for you guys. Because we're funny. And you slapped me in the face. <laughs> you had a good time. <clears throat> because of me. Because of me, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well. All right. I got to go home. Yep. Time to go home. I'm already Tired. home. Yeah. I'm not home. All right. All good right. Good night, everybody. Night, y'all. Thanks, guys. So, yeah, you're...